up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Shot Sports Show Football Edition. I'm joined by my co-hosts uh, for reactions to the 15 of the NFL season. As always, I'm Ron Galopity, Packers fan, and I'll let everyone else introduce themselves. What's up, guys? I'm Jay, and I am a Bucks fan. What's up, y'all? My name is Alan. I'm a Cowboys fan. And I'm Anish. I'm a Packers fan, just like Ron. So. Yeah, I'm going to... Um, uh-huh. So week 15, obviously... <laughs> <laughs> week 15, obviously, is a crazy week in the NFL. A lot of playoff implications, a lot of tight races uh, for the end of division, end of seeding, and that all-important first-round bye right here at the end of the season. Bunch of really interesting matchups this past week. Uh, bunch of really interesting results this past week. Uh, so what do you guys want to talk about first? Let's start with the Chiefs and the Saints. Okay, sure. That was easily the biggest marquee matchup going into into the week. Um, in addition to maybe the Hawks football team, but like not even close, right? Um Mm-hmm. just a really odd game really when you think about it like you see the final score right and you're like okay 39 22 that's pretty much what you'd expect but like the way mm-hmm. that the scoring happened and like the spurts it was just super weird like the saints uh at the end of the half they had like a possible like special team or what was it it was like a fumble yeah special teams fumble almost going for a touchdown uh instead like rolls out the back it's a safety that ends up being the difference of the game um, you know, the, the Chiefs started That was really crazy. Hot. Yeah, that was really weird, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the Chiefs started out super hot, like 14 nothing. We were like, okay, here we go again. And then the Chief, uh, the Saints climbed back in. And it was just a really odd game. Um, I don't know. Like, what observation do you guys see from this game? Because this is, this is a pretty important one going forward. Because it could be the general matchup. Yeah, I mean, the Saints got off to kind of a slow start. Like, Drew Brees got off to a slow start. I don't know how much you... You can't expect him to come, like, come in super hot after, like, cracking his entire rib cage or puncturing his lungs. Deflating his Coming back a couple weeks later. (laughs) Like, that's pretty crazy. Um, But, you know, he started to pick it up a little bit more. And then, I don't know. I don't think that this game, like, had any negative effect on my view of the Saints. You know what I mean? Because it was just like there were some weird moments, but I didn't. I I think as long as Drew Brees is consistent in the next like for the for the future couple of games, then this has a real shot at being the Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, I honestly I gotta agree with you there. I mean, they also didn't have MT right, and regardless of how well or not well, yeah, he's on IR, so he'll be ready for playoffs. Right? Exactly, exactly right, and he like. He's probably not exactly the same player he was last year. Part of that is injury. Part of that, I don't know, maybe some regression. It's hard to tell. He hasn't been on the field um, that long this season. Uh, But you can't deny that he's obviously still a plus on that offense. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how this team will fare with a healthier Drew Brees and um, a healthy MT. Because it's pretty nuts. Because Drew Brees, I'm just looking at stats right here. He went under 50% for completion percentage, which is horrible, right? But he still threw two, three touchdowns to only one pick, 234. Not an awful stat line, given what he was going through. I think it's definitely a reassuring, uh, you know, kind of game for Saints fans who are maybe wondering, you know, what this team was like after that Eagles loss, wondering what Drew was still like. Uh, he can still play for sure. So it'll just be interesting to see what happens. Um, also worth noting, this is now the sixth straight game. The Chiefs have won by one score or less, uh, which is pretty... Pretty interesting, given that most people consider them the best team in football at this point in time, and you know, rightly so, right? Because they're Super Bowl, they're Super Bowl champions, and they're thirteen and one right now, best record in the NFL. Uh, but the way they're winning is just really weird, and I, I, I don't know how easy I would feel as a Chiefs fan, not necessarily because of this game, but just because of the past ones, some of the closer opponents they played. Yeah, I completely agree with uh, the the Chiefs take. Um, I kind of disagree with what like you guys seem a lot more positive about the saints and i do perhaps because this is the worst like i get it like he he came back from a nasty injury like it's not easy for someone his, his age drew Brees, to come back from some kind of injury like that but if you look at the numbers it's like the worst um 
like completion percentage since like 2006 for Drew Brees. Like it is really not that good. And so I, I just, I have, tr- I have trouble like believing also this whole like, okay, when Michael Thomas comes back, it'll be good. Like they've said that all season and I'll, I need to like see it to believe it. That makes sense. Like I, I who knows? I mean, like, it's just like, you, you just, you just don't know sometimes. And I've, I've heard it a lot of times and I, I'm not too high on the chiefs or the saints after this The chiefs kind of should have probably walloped the saints. If you throw at that kind of percentage, you probably should be destroying that team by more than three points. That's just my opinion. The, I mean, Drew Brees just came back, right? Like he's only recently come back and Michael Thomas has been like out of the season for maybe 70% of the season or more. It's hard to judge that attack at this point uh, because it's really never been at full strength the entire season. I will say like if they are at full strength, it's it's very likely that they go all the way. Like, very likely in the sense, like, it's very realistic that they could go all the way. Um, because they have all those offensive weapons, and they've all been proven. Like, they were proven last season. And Drew Brees has gotten a lot of shit because, you know, he can't throw far. Um, that's been kind of the, the thing that's been going around. But, you know, it doesn't... He's never been that kind of quarterback. He's always been the kind of quarterback that throws like you know between bet- like at the first down or like a little bit less like eight yards at a time kind of going a step by step very processed very precise um mt is the type of receiver for him in that sense um and i think maybe once mt comes back that'll improve breeze's numbers a lot and not that they were awful this game but you know it'll get even better and they'll they'll flow a lot more and that'll open a lot more options for them. So I think I think it's it's a lot to judge them on this game itself. I think it was a weird game, but it's not really the full picture either. Um, it says probably more about the Chiefs than it does about the Saints. Yeah, I guess that's fair, Anish. Uh, just one thing, like Drew Brees is definitely known for his deep throw passing. Um He's he's led the league like multiple years in completion on deep throw passing yards, but it doesn't really matter because as you said, but not, like, nowadays, but not this season, right? Yeah, exactly. It, now it doesn't really yeah. matter because this year he's definitely not that quarterback. And I agree with you that MT is like the perfect kind of receiver for him. Like all those short little you know slant completions, Mister Slant Man. Um, you know, like a, a, like that's exactly the type of stuff that Drew Brees needs. Getting Alvin Kamara you know, a little bit more involved in the passing game. They've kind of strayed from him more with Taysom Hill. Uh, so hopefully they can get him more involved. Um, but I, I do agree with you, Anish, that like maybe, you know, th- there's not much to gain from the Saints in this game. The problem is though, um, the problem is, is like, is this team ever really going to be completely healthy for the playoffs, right? Maybe MT will be when he comes back from IR, uh, but I mean, like, how much can you realistically recover if you're Drew Brees at 40, he's either 40 or 41 at this point, how much can you realistically recover in like, you know, two weeks before the playoffs? Uh, Cause they're probably not going to get that first round by because of this, this loss, unless my Packers lose both of the last two games. Um, so I don't, you know, like theoretically, yeah, if they're completely healthy, that ca- connection could be really deadly, but like, will we even see that this season? I don't know. Um, yeah, that was exactly my point. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. Like, you know, are they going to be com- completely healthy? Or are they going to be ready in time for that matchup? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, just to reiterate, like, I don't really feel comfortable making any, like, judgments on the Saints from this game just because I feel like it won't do any good in predicting what's going to happen in the playoffs since it's going to be kind of a different scene. Um, I don't really think I learned anything about the Chiefs either. One one interesting thing was um, was they really involved Le'Veon Bell a lot more this game. He had, what, like 15 carries or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and so that was interesting, and I wonder if that's like something they're going to start trending towards going into the playoffs. Well, I mean, with, with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, you know, possibly being out the entire rest of the season, they might have to, right? Right, but that's actually I mean, that just they they depend they their overall like 
I guess like game script incorporated more running like overall than usual I thought this game yeah no that's actually what I was going to comment on is that you know Patrick Mahomes had a, a fine game he didn't really make right many mistakes but he didn't throw super well um at least relative to his standards right he um, but they ran the ball for more than 180 yards on the Saints' run defense, which is, like, insane, right? Um, yeah, you know, I'm wondering, like, what, what that is. Like, are they going to try and incorporate the running game more going forward? Like, why why go with that game script against the Saints? That's what that's what I was thinking while watching that. But, I mean, it worked, I mean, it worked decently well, so... Yeah, exactly. And I guess you could flip that the other ways and say, you know, is the Saints Rundy as Vaughn? Is this something about the Saints defense? Yeah, sure. Exactly. Right. Because they they let up 200 yard rushers last week and now they've let up 180 yards again this week. So it's like, what's happening here? Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't really expect the offensive identity of the Chiefs to change that much, but it would be interesting if they kind of decide to run more going going forward. forward. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, so I, I actually, I guess we can, we can pivot, uh, from the Saints who are obviously an NFC contender to, um, another NFC contender who's playing a much worse opponent, um, and really <laughs> essentially shit the bed, right? Rams, Jets, obviously the biggest Bro, I cannot of the believe. entire <laughs> Oh my God. I cut my bucks and I kept the Rams and I'm just so sad. The Rams, I I have no words, actually. I actually have no words. Honestly, so I guess the question here is, what does this really mean, right? Because, yeah, you lost to a winless team, probably the worst coach team in the entire league, team that, you know, there's conflicting reports. It means the Jets are getting Justin Fields, right? Right, exactly. (laughs) We can talk about how bad this is for the Jets. Um, (laughs) But I don't know. This is one of those things where it's like, okay, now what do we think of the Rams? Where do we put them? Um, in my mind, until proven otherwise, this is really just a blip on the radar, right? Like any given Sunday, these things happen, as weird as it sounds. Um, the classic example I'll always give is in 2011, the fit, my 15-1 Packers. The one loss was to the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, who I believe were like 2-8 and eight, or like 1-9 and nine going into that game. That was the only game they lost the entire season. Um, so things like this happen. Uh, honestly, we'll see what happens next week. They play the Hawks, I believe, uh, in a pretty yeah. big game, like, which might honestly just end up deciding the NFC West, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Rams can still easily like be divisional champs. So, I mean, you're right. It's, it might just be like a, a blip, but like if those kind of blips happen in the playoffs, then right against teams up. much better than the Jets, like, I think it is notable, and not just because I'm low-key vindicated um, as a Rams skeptic, but I do think it's notable because the it's it's so late in the season. Like, I don't think these kind of things happen to very strong contending teams this late in the season. I could be proven wrong. Maybe there's some example that you can give me, but... I, I just don't know. I really don't think a team that is starting Frank Gore, who averaged 2.6 yards a carry, mm-hmm. should be really beating you guys. I, Dude, I don't know. Frank I mean, Gore, how can you disrespect him? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very healthy debate yeah. about what One of the greatest running backs. Of- Hall of Fame. Oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. But, you trash uh, my boy like that. Dude, next you're going to start trashing AP. <laughs> well, no one's gonna trash AP. That it's pretty tough to to trash someone dude. who literally won MVP and had two thousand yards as a running back. Yeah, no, no he's, he's a different tier <laughs> for respect. sure. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I get it. These things happen, but also, also, it's like I think you should read into it a bit, as in this is a team that. I don't know. Maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I really don't think they'll go far in the playoffs. Oh, I mean, that's a fair statement to make, given a loss like that. In my mind, though, this is like the classic trap game, right? Like, you've got, in two weeks, you've got a really important, you know, probably your most important game of the season, right? Hawks versus Rams. 
and you've got the worst team in football in between that, right? So what are you thinking? You're thinking, well, okay, we can, you know, maybe, you know, take a little bit of this week off, maybe shifts in this preparation of the Hawks. We don't need to spend that much time on the ra- on the Jets, rather, right? Um, and I think you saw that in that first half preparation, right? They went down 13-3, to which is usually, you know, a lot of the preparation you're doing, you know, going into the week is your first half plays, your first half calls. Uh, they kind of brought it back towards the end. So I, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where, like, I wish I knew what was happening in the practice facility this past week because if they actually prepared for this team, which I don't know if I feel like they did given the score, um, then I think there's a serious reason to worry. But if it's because they were coasting, I mean, yeah, that kind of, you know, that kind of sucks, but at least they were looking ahead to a more important game and it's not just, this is a lazy team. I don't know. I, it's a weird team to gauge at this point for sure. Um, but, but to be honest, if you like, everybody knows it's a trap game. Like that's part of the, the bad you know the the negative negativity about this game like this outcome is that it's so obvious it's a trap game that you shouldn't like i don't know i feel like there's that level of just like there yeah exactly like i just i just don't know it's i get it things happen whatever like i'm not gonna go and say like the sky is falling for the jet or for the rams but i still think this is a rams yeah well, it's, the yeah, sky is falling for the Jets. Absolutely, the sky is falling <laughs> for the Jets. Yeah, they, they, they completely fucked it. I saw a picture of some guy at a bar watching this game, and he, he was, like, wearing a Jets jersey, and it said Lawrence on the back. So I thought that was really funny. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I know. But, uh, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's move on to another uh, bad showing by a really good team, or at least what we thought was a really good team. Steelers-Bengals, what do you guys think of that? Bro, oh, my God, dude. I, the Steelers suck, dude. Like, I feel like there's no other way to put it. Big Ben has su- had such a great start to the season, and then like now, I I don't even know what what to say. Honestly, I think like the funny thing is both teams had like I think like 240 or 250 total yards of offense, but like Steelers just like I don't know. Big Ben can't find his men. He like scoring drives just don't work out. Like it's just. I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like last podcast we were kind of putting it on the offensive line, but I think there's other problems as well. You know, I don't see Pittsburgh as a team that can realistically win the win the Super Bowl at all. We knew the Steelers had – did they have the easiest schedule? They had at least one of the easiest schedules. Like, we knew that before the season started. And so uh, it was – it was, you know, you could, you could pretty easily predict that they would have a very good record. Uh, it's very interesting, though, that they started to collapse late, uh, it seems at least. Like, I don't know. I don't really know, like, why that might be. Um, but, yeah, I mean, kind of, even though they were, whenever they were undefeated, it was kind of, you know, a question mark still. Like, are they really the best team, even if they have the best record? And, you know, we're kind of seeing reality a little bit more uh and it kind of comes at a good time like right before the playoffs we kind of are seeing who they are um as a team and they aren't able to hold up and to me that just kind of confirms it uh and you know I, I obviously kept them uh last last week uh in my weekly cuts because you know you still have to <laughs> respect the record uh but you know um we're definitely seeing a lot of flaws in their team you know, part of it is injuries on the defense, at least, right? Um, so it, it sucks to see that part of the of the team decline because that was just an insanely, you know, crazy defense to watch. Um, but the offense is just so bad now, right? Like, ever since that Washington game, Big Ben is, like, completely shook. Um, as you said, Anish, like, you know, throughout the season, everyone was kind of doubting the Steelers. They were like, well, I mean, they're, they've won a lot of close games. Some of them right. are not even against good opponents. Um, yeah. yeah, they beat the Titans, you know, by three because Goskowski mm-hmm. missed his field goal at the end. So, like, okay, maybe there's your quality win or whatever. Um, but, yeah, they've just declined the entire season. There's a serious chance that they lose to the Colts next week. I think they're they're not even favored, right? They're at home. They're not favored. Um, and then they're set up, uh, you know, in a road game showdown against the Browns, which will decide the division possibly, right? And if all the favorite teams win, it will decide the division. So there's a serious chance we see the Steelers like drop, uh, you know, all the way to I think it'd be like the six or seven seed, which is unreal because like two weeks ago they were the one seed. 
Um, right. So, and just finish 11 and five on a really bad note, probably just get bounced out of the playoffs immediately uh, by the bills. They would play if there's, if they're the seven seed at that point, if the bills were two. Which, seed. yeah, I, I, I want to make a quick comment. Like Mike Tomlin had a lot of, uh, a lot of people kind of, uh, you know, wanting him to win, you know, coach of the year or whatever. Um, I mean, what does it say about him? Like, do we, does this affect his legacy in any way? Uh, or like, what, what is his outlook as a, as a coach? No, I mean, I don't think it affects his legacy. Like it's, you know, it's still an 11, five season. You're playing with, you know, an ancient quarterback at this point, uh, definitely past his prime still has never had a losing season and won't start now. He'll still make the playoffs still has a Super Bowl ring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it raises some question marks, sure, but like I don't think even if they finish even if they finish eleven and five, lose their playoff game, win you know, lose six in a row, yeah, that's concerning in the moment, but given the track record, like how can you beat it, right? Like you just can't beat the long you know, the the consistent success that we've seen from Mike Tomlin. Uh, so. Right, but I mean, he's always had good talent on his. I mean, I'm not convinced that the problem is with Mike Tomlin at all, or with the or with the coaching or the play calling. Um, but dude, honestly, like even going back to when the Steelers first lost, like when they lost against Washington, the Bills, like I was kind of like excusing in my mind. I was like, you know, the Washington defense is really good. I think the Washington offense is underrated. And then I watched the Bills game, like the Bills are really good too. And then I lost the Bengals, and I was like, okay, no more excuses. Steelers suck. Right, especially given like how it went. Right, they went down seventeen to nothing. It was an awful game. Awful. I did not enjoy watching that game at all. It was just like, yeah. not. Yeah. If you started the Steelers defense, you didn't get what you wanted this past week. For sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they're. I mean, I think in a lot of people's eyes at this point, they're not even really a top ten team when you consider the momentum that they're carrying, which is none. Right, negative momentum. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I kind of got to agree with that. They they might slip out of my top ten if I had to if I had to make that list. I feel um, like I could make them make a list with them out of the top ten. Right, and it wouldn't be crazy, right? Which is the problem. Definitely not. No, that's not crazy. Um, yeah. Um. All right. Moving on. What's another game? Oh, you know, we can we should talk about Jalen Hurts had his yes. um had his first start. Um, is the Oklahoma quarterback matchup. Tyler and Jalen Hurts. You know, last week I remember Anish was saying something about how, like, oh, next week Jalen Hurts isn't going to do as good because they're, you know, going to have film on him and be better prepared for him. So, and I was the one standing up for Jalen Hurts. So, yeah, I just want to put that out there. You know, uh, I said board. Jalen Hurts is going to be good. And my best, my best part is, my best thing is, um, your whole logic was like, you know, they'll be better prepared for him. Truthfully, I think if any team is going to be well-prepared for Jalen Hurts, it should be the Cardinals because <laughs> their coaches and their team know what it's like to have a mobile quarterback, okay? So if any team should be prepared for Jalen Hurts, it would have been the Cardinals. And he's still, like, it, first start, yes, they lost, but he's, you can't say he did not play well. He played he played a good game of football, and you were wrong. So that's all I want to say. You, you, were, you, were, fucking, you were fucking wrong. And just just admit that. Just take it, okay? Just take it. Oh, well. Okay. Well, but who won? I to say. Oh my god, dude! Oh, all right, so are you going to try and convince dude, me that dude, Jalen Hurts dude, did not have dude. a good game? All I know. Are you trying to tell me that? Are you trying to tell me that? All I know. Jalen Hurts did not have a good game. Was that what you talking? Hold on. Listen. Are you talking? Yeah. We haven't seen Jalen Hurts being a winning quarterback. <laughs> I, I mean, what does that mean? He beat the Saints last week. He beat the Saints. I don't know. No, 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 no. But but he lost this week. Am I he right? Lost, he lost this week. He rushed. He had one rushing touchdown. What three three receiving touchdowns and threw for like three hundred fifty yards? Come on, dude. <laughs> three Please. But they lost. <laughs> so. Wow. Okay, so you should just troll. I was yeah. Okay, go as, as someone who who's like a little bit of a skeptic of Jalen Hurts, frankly, just like knowing mm-hmm. him. Off, I'll make my argument for me. No, I'm not going to make an argument for you. you fuck off. Um, I think <laughs> Jalen Hurts. I want to see what he looks like with actual receivers. 
does he take that next step? See, or yeah, that's just, another thing. Even or, yeah, even wait, 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 or, let's, or, let's, um, like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Keep going. If this yeah. is all very fluky. Then we'll we'll know next season when you give him some receivers. Sure, um, but I'll say this: he distributed the ball really well, right? Like what he had, like like how he had like all I remember is there was a, a good number of receivers that he was distributing the ball well to. I thought it was really good. I thought he had good vision. Um, and he completed to nine separate receivers. Yeah, see that's great. You know what I mean? And okay, obviously okay. he can I, move. Yeah. Obviously he can he can he can move pretty well. And I just there's no argument that he had a bad game. And so you making that argument is just stupid. Okay, okay. In 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 all re, in all like reality, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, I, all reality. What I said yeah. Last mm-hmm, week mm-hmm, they'll uh-huh, have more yeah, film mm-hmm, on him. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. obviously, any mm-hmm. given game he can pop mm-hmm. off, and of course, it's like the next week. Well, like, if yeah, any game should, if they any game he off. shouldn't pop off, it should be this game because this team should be more prepared for a mobile quarterback than any other team because the coaches know what it's like to have a mobile quarterback. They know what to do. Yeah, but, it, but it's 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 it is a lot. I mean, I don't know. Like it's it's the next week. I, I'm uh-huh, saying uh-huh. like wow, wow. long uh-huh. term. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh huh. They will. Mm-hmm. There will be more film on him, and we don't know for mm-hmm. sure that. Like it's it's like look, how can you look, how can you say bottom for line sure is any team be amazing? How can you I never said for sure he'll be amazing, but you said you would. You were you made it seem like there was going to be an immediate downward trend, and clearly there wasn't. And if there was a team that was going to shut him down, like like soon, it was going to be this team. Okay, and they didn't. But they won. Oh my. God. Okay. Um. Alright, I'm done with this. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious that the reason the Cardinals won is because they racked up 500 yards of offense. Uh, Jalen Hurts contributed for almost 400 by himself, which is really impressive. Um, You know, the rushing was good. Uh, I think the only thing is just, like, he's a rookie, right? He made rookie mistakes. He took six sacks, Mm -hmm. which is not ideal. So it's the second game. I mean, what are you going to do? That happens. Most rookies take sacks they shouldn't take. Exactly, right? If you're an Eagles fan, this looks promising. I agree. Mm -hmm. So, there's always this concern of, like, oh, they'll have film on players. Um, So, I mean, we'll see what it's like next season. You know, when you have an entire offseason to prepare, sometimes things can look good. Sometimes things can look... Sometimes things can look worse, rather. Uh, But sometimes things can look uh, better because, the, the you know, the coaches are developing their playbook to their, you know, to their players, right? That's what we saw with Lamar Jackson. You know, he ends up filling in for Joe Flacco, starts a few games, uh, looks okay, but then you, he comes out last season as a fantastic season because they they modeled the playbook to what he could do and they improved him as a passer. They knew what his faults were and they improved him as, as a player, uh, which is what could happen with Jalen Hurts. I mean, we'll see. I'm, I'm honestly really impressed, given what we've seen from the Eagles this season, and Doug Peterson, I'm really impressed with, you know, how they've so quickly, uh, you know, managed to come up with things for Jalen Hurts to do, you know, with running the ball, right? Um, primarily running the ball, honestly. But it, it was really impressive that even last week he had like 18 carries, you know, on a, on yeah. a week. So really big props to the coaching staff there. I, I was really it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Carson Wentz, though, because, like, he's made it known yeah. that he does not want to be the backup on this team. Yes. Like, he... So I'm I'm interested to see what happens there. I, I feel for him. But yeah, I mean it's it's an it's we'll it's really shitty situation to be in. Um, oh, talking about then, backup quarterbacks, so you see, you guys see that um, Josh Rosen got signed by the 49ers? I did. Yes. <laughs> yes. Dude, I, I feel for Josh Rosen. Rosen. He's back. Dude. Exactly. What shitty situations he's been in, and just like I feel like he's just had a lot of misfortune, like just in yeah. the team like situations he's been in. Like kind of hard to succeed sometimes. Like that. right, exactly. And I think he just like needs a real, him. real shot. I mean, but will I the Niners give it to him? I don't know. The Cardinals. No, gave no, him they're still, they're going to start that guy like Beathard or whatever. Beathard. Yeah, CJ Beathard. Yeah, Beathard. Yeah. yeah, but who knows? Maybe Josh Rosen gets some snaps. I um, I feel like out of- Josh Rosen's time is done in the NFL. Basically. I heard the 49ers were interested in trading for him um, before. Before he signed, like with the before he got waived and signed with the Bucks practice squad. Um, I mean, he had the opportunity to start sixteen games. That's more than a lot of people, frankly, from the college level. And so, yes, but you know, and he's and he won. Teams, 
Yeah, I know they were not great situations. Actually, wait. They were like, was that, they were like the worst teams in the league. No, 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 no. They were not great teams, but it was that 2019 um, Dolphins team that he played on for a few games. And then that then Fitzpatrick went off, right, for a few wins or something. I don't know. Like, he, yeah, he made it. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Fitzmagic made a much better, like, looked much better than Josh Rosen. I, I remember that correctly. And that's sure. never. I still really think Josh thing. Rosen needs more of a shot. Yeah, sure, sure. I'm, I'm not against that, obviously. Yeah, I, I actually kind of agree with both of you. He, he deserves a shot, but I realistically, unfortunately, I don't think he will. The NFL is just way too impatient. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of got really touch with the Cardinals after they signed Cliff Kingsbury because he was like all over Kyler Murray, right? Right, and exactly. Things just didn't work out with the Dolphins, and then he finds himself no. on a practice squad. At least now he's on an active roster, you know, so. That's true. He's and he's on an active roster with a serious QB issue at this point. So maybe not a serious, mm-hmm. but definitely a QB issue. Definitely a definitely a QB issue for sure. So I mean, this is probably honestly this might be his last realistic shot to somehow essentially pull a Tannehill, get things turned around, actually become a starting QB. But yeah, get not, like a some life pumped back into his career. Right. Exactly. Yeah, we'll see though. Exactly. Another um, but an interesting game I want to talk about just had some interesting components was Chargers Raiders right you know sure, we got to see some Marcus Mariota yeah we got to see Marcus Mariota play um for the first time in a while Justin Herbert obviously had an amazing game um uh yeah what are you guys thoughts on that I mean I guess that first of all the main takeaway um is that goodbye Raiders right I mean this was a team that was at six yeah. and three. It would had like the hardest schedule in the NFL. Everyone was like, "Wow, this team's really good." They're six and three. They emerged from this, you know, insane gauntlet. You know, their next five games are a complete cakewalk, and then they proceed to go one and four in those games. The one win, of course, being miracle win against the Jets. So it wasn't even impressive. Uh, complete meltdown, honestly, by the Raiders. Um, I don't really know where they go from here. Um, I'm assuming they still have draft capital. Just from their Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper trades, but still, like, what do they even do? Um, kind yeah, of stuck I don't know, man. I, I was like, when they beat the Chiefs, I was like, oh, okay, this this could be interesting. Right. And then, you know, just terrible, terrible trend afterwards. So, how does some of that draft capital get Sam Darnold? Um, no, I mean, as much as I don't like Derek Carr, I think it's pretty obvious that they're deficiencies are on the defensive side of the ball a lot of deficiencies on the defensive side so i mean in theory you can correct that in one year's draft i don't know no we'll see maybe yeah <laughs> if they got someone like khalil mack um yeah they, but the problem is they won't even have that great of a draft position right they're gonna finish seven and nine at the worst i i can see them easily going eight and eight nine or seven nine and seven and then it's like, okay, now what? Like, you have a middling draft position, um, but you really need, like, serious help on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I guess, uh, you know, at the very least, you know, I guess Las Vegas becomes a more attractive place for free agents, even though that's not a huge component of the NFL. It's still kind of, yeah, it's sort of a thing, maybe. Um, so maybe they can track someone like that, you know, get a good draft and sort of have, like, a – like sort of a cold turnaround where they got DeForest Buckner and a lot of their pieces started to play better. And all of a sudden, you know, they have one of the top defenses in, in the league. So yeah, maybe they the remind Raiders... me. Yeah. Sorry. They remind me a lot like of my Cowboys, like maybe three years ago or something like that. Like you're like, Oh, like, the okay. Raiders what do we do now? Huh? The Raiders. What? The my Colts. Hello. Yeah. No, I said the <laughs> Cowboys. I said the Cowboys right. like about two years ago. Maybe not three. Three right. doesn't make any sense. No, yeah, I was asking like, which team the Cowboys. They, you know what? Just the Raiders. Bad. He thinks the Raiders remind. Okay. Me of the, okay I okay. think the Raiders remind me of the Dallas Cowboys, the premier team of the NFC East. Nice. Uh, Good job yeah, projecting America's your voice team. Sound. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. What do you think about the Cowboys win this week? <laughs> Angry. 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 Angry.
what is wrong with these people? Why? Why did we do this? <laughs> this is not cool. <laughs> you dude, idiots. Dude, they're too I, good, dude. Dude, I'm triggered. And technically, dude, we're still in the running, I guess. Huh? Hey, man, one, one well. takeaway from that game was Tony Pollard's pretty good, man. Not really. He averaged like a pretty shit like yards per carry. I just think it was like a lot. What, wasn't it like five, six? Did he? I thought I thought he did. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was like six yards per carry. You know what? I I think he's but he's he's a really different back than Zeke. I have to say that. He's like a like if you if you touch him, he's he's gonna he's Mm -hmm. not like gonna get much yards after contact. But if you you give him distance, he's gonna go. Don't touch him. Yeah, he's nimble. (laughs) nimble. Don't touch. No, sorry. He got he did he did good yards per carry today, but Usually they're they're like in general you're talking about sure yeah Yeah, usually yeah Um, not today but this week but yeah let's move on to another team another game we'd like to talk about Uh, Mm -hmm. Seahawks and Washington football team now that was another NFC East team exactly representation Um, and what'd you guys think of it really I mean if. The uh, if the football team has Alex Smith there, they probably win, which is pretty crazy. Um, so I mean, I I think this only reinforces the concept that a lot of people, or the the idea rather that a lot of people had of the football team, which is that this team is like a lot better than their record at this point in the season, um, and could easily play spoiler. It's not even a spoiler in the playoffs. They'd be the they'd be the home team, but um. I think they could make it to the divisional round. It would require a crazier upset to make it to the championship game, but it's not like completely out of the question, just given the defense. You know, that that's a serious game changer in the playoffs. Um and they have a coach with with playoff experience too in Ron Rivera, so that's always helpful. And a quarterback with playoff experience in Alex Smith. Um but the other positions I do worry a little bit about, especially on defense, because they're so young. Um, but it really just reinforces that this is a good team. This is this is a team people should be watching out for. But also, what what has happened to Russell Wilson? Yeah, you know, like what what do we know? Like what like how do we explain that second half of the season? Uh, just regression. Uh, I mean, yeah, like my man's in a rough out. patch, dude. <laughs> He's just like, struggling. Hey. There's no way around it. It, it's yeah. tough to know without exactly like getting into the nuts and bolts of, of exactly why. Um, I mean, this is something that sort of happened at the end of last season, you know, when he had a great season at the beginning, sort of tapered off in the in the latter half. I don't know if it's fatigue. I don't know if it's because um, offensive court or defensive coordinators are seeing things that, they're, that he's doing. They're figuring out ways to beat him. Um, I really couldn't tell you. It's really odd to see that happen two years in a row, especially to a player who's who's you know right now actually honestly on the fringes of Hall of Fame consideration, right? Um, to just see this weird decline, I don't really know what to make of the Seahawks. Um, a lot of people are actually saying that their defense has played well the past month, which is true. Uh, they've allowed, I believe, the last four opponents to seventeen points or fewer, which is really good in the NFL. Um, but they played really bad competition, right? Which is the issue. They played the, the football team here without Haskins or Gibson. Uh, that's right. If they get Gibson, by the way, the the uh, the football team also probably wins. Um, but they're playing with with Haskins and without Gibson, and they played the Jets last week. Um, so I don't know. It's weird. I don't know what to make of this team at this point. Is their defense better? Maybe since adding Carlos Dunlap and coming together with Jamal Adams, is their offense worse? probably with Russell Wilson not playing as well. And so now it's like what are they? Like they're they're realistically a 10 and 4 team, right? Um but <laughs> how good are they? I have no idea. No clue. I guess we'll see this next week with the Rams. I mean, I mean, I mean, do you think that they'll turn up in the playoffs or like do you think it'll just kind of stay like this? Like cuz that's kind of my tell. thing. It's like all that matters is, you know, like if if they perform in the playoffs, it doesn't really matter. Um, but is that something that we think Russell Wilson is capable of? I mean, he's had really good he's had good performances in the playoffs. Um, the problem is like the the best analog for this season is last season, 
and they played like you know the Eagles practice squad plus Carson Wentz, and then they play the Packers at Lambeau, right? right. No matter how bad you think the Packers are as a thirteen and three team, they're still one of the top teams in the NFL last year. Oh yeah. Um, so it's like, well, what does that really say about the Seahawks? Especially c- given that the Seahawks weren't completely running through Russell Wilson last year. Um, I have no. This is such an odd team. Like, it's really weird to see a team that had such a strong like identity and a, such a strong like it was such a polarizing team at the beginning of the season, right? Top offense, bottom defense. Like, literally on both ends, they were like setting records, right, for how good and yeah. bad they were respectively. And now it's weird because, like, both are, like, converging to, like, some middle spot. Um, Or maybe even good spot if the defense can keep, you know, at least the numbers the same way. Um, And it's, like, I have no idea. Like, it's so weird to see a team, like, do this or just completely flip. Um, There's such a weird team to predict. I personally, though, I don't think they go far in the playoffs because I don't think they have, like, serious like that X factor component. Like they don't have that ability. They haven't really showed this this year to have that ability to like kind of just, tur- you know, randomly turn up on game, just go off. Right. And just like really, you know, just dominate yeah. a good team. beat a good I team. mean, yeah, I, 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 I know what you mean. Um, Cause Russell Wilson just doesn't have it right now. Right. And the defense definitely yeah. doesn't. So I, I don't think they go far. Uh, they might. I mean, though, I think they they lose division this week. Honestly, I think they lose to the Rams here, regardless of the Rams' loss to the uh, to the Jets. Yeah, that's fair. Let's move on to our weekly cuts. This week, we cut down to four teams, and you know, I don't think this is very surprising, but all of us have the same four teams, and um, yeah, so we're gonna do something interesting this week, and we're all gonna give power rankings on our four teams. And maybe get some debate going there. So, Rom, you want to start? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so for me, I've actually got the Saints at four. I've got the Packers at three, and I've actually got the Chiefs at two and the Bills at one. So, um, I mean, my four was the Saints, my three Packers. My two is the Bills and my one is the Chiefs, but to be completely honest, I don't think it's that crazy to think the Bills could be one and the Chiefs could be two, just because of what we've seen from the Chiefs in the past five weeks. Not necessarily this game against the Saints, but only winning by one score or less against like by one score against teams they should definitely have beaten by a much larger margin. I think the defense has looked weak. Um, but I know Allen's gonna think it's crazy to have the Bills at one. But, you know, let's hear from him. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's crazy. Like, I don't like the Bills. And I don't think... But to be honest with you guys, like, the more I look at it, like, every team has some kind of deficiency, if you ask me. And so... Yeah, I agree. It really comes down to just, like, yeah, like, I don't like the... I think some people who are like, oh, yeah, the Bills are, like, are so, so good and blah, 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 blah. Like, those people, obviously... I mean, these, but you guys aren't those people, so I'm not going like, to be upset. But see, yeah. the way I see it is Saints 4, 3 has to be um, the, uh, sorry, the Bills for me, and then number 2 Chiefs and 1 Packers. I think the Packers, yes, they are deficient <laughs> in some sides. Some sides yeah, I, I think they, are, they do have deficiencies, but I think that's a team with much more of a winning culture with with like a good coach um like a good coach quarterback connection and I really don't want to doubt Aaron Rodgers. I really think he has what it takes to win a ring, especially in this chaotic, you know, covid riddled season. They're a team that's in, in my opinion they're a team that's frankly disciplined. And yes, yeah, Steve, they don't have like I don't know. I I just don't think I I think more highly of them. It might be a bias. I'll be real with you guys, but I just don't see the Bills winning it all this year. I don't see the Chiefs winning it after like being, you know, like barely beating a team. I don't think that Saints team was good. I still disagree. Like you guys, you guys might, I read it bo- into both teams much more negatively than y'all might, but and there's that. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't see, I don't see it happening. I think the Bills have played some, some pretty, unremarkable teams and 
still like they've had a pretty easy schedule so like in these last few weeks and so i can't really read too much into what's happening to them as of now does that make sense so yeah that that's that's all i gotta say all right i mean look I'm not one of those people who thinks like Kansas City Chiefs and thinks like, oh my god, best team in the league, no flaws, whatever, right? Like, I, I will openly acknowledge that I think they have flaws and stuff like that. But, and I agree that the Packers have a winning culture, but this Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, like this entire offensive composition, like, it has a winning tradition as well. You know what I mean? And they have momentum, and I don't think that, I don't know. I do like the Packers as well, but I, I just, I don't know. Putting them at one is just, that's just a little strange to me. Oh, yeah, it's that's strange. I mean, I'll be honest, it's it's not. I think it's interesting that you actually have reasons, because Anish was just saying it to fuck with us. Yeah, um, I just, I mean, I don't really have the strongest reasons, honestly. I really don't. I'll yeah. fully admit it. I didn't have strong reasons when I doubted the Rams a few weeks ago, and you know, they lost to the Jets just now. Nobody has We're reasons done. for some, you know, things like that don't really have reasons. You can't really ever just go into their heads. And football, it's like a short schedule, so a lot of variance, obviously. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't see the Chiefs Dude. putting it all. I mean, look, and, and I, I have them as a number two, right? That still means something. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I can I put my Chiefs. can I put my bucks at number one. The Bucks. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna jump in. Yeah, just, dude. I think we just need a disclaimer. Like all, all four of these teams, we could easily like. Not, I mean, we could see them winning the entire thing, right? Like they're obviously like very top tier, and that's why we all have them this week. I don't know about the Saints, but I can definitely see. Okay, yeah, well, why, do, why, winning. why? Why have they lasted this long? We've made so many cuts. Like, there's a reason that they because I definitely can't see any of the other teams winning. Right. Well, yeah, it's, it's all relative, right? But in sure, in games, I, like no, that's a, that's that's an irrelevant point. Like the other teams, I just feel very, very more strongly that they can't. But I still feel strongly that the Saints won't win the Super Bowl. So you think yeah, it's just between me. those three teams? What? Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, same, for same. me. I, I, I feel. Yeah, like I do not feel. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I could easily cut this. I actually agree if I needed to. I actually had trouble. I, I I had the Bucks in my top six, and I had trouble, some trouble, cutting the Bucks over the Saints. Let's go! Oh, no, I, baby! I'm not going to like be trailing against the Falcons, but you know, I, I don't know. I just don't see the Saints like coming to full strength. That's Amen. like a, that's hard to ask for, and you know, like that's not that Bucks team has potential. I'm telling you, they pull it together. If they magically pull it together somehow, the way they looked in that second half on defense and offense, oh my god! I don't want to, I don't want to talk about the Bucks, but I'm just putting that out there. If they played like that, best team in the league. Yeah, we're okay. all embarrassed, and then the Bucks just win it all, and we just all all of this. Dude, dude, oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so well, I, I I will say like I also have the Saints at four. And I think we all do as well. And, you know, I think in that sense, it's pretty clear that they they are below those other teams. Um, in reality, I definitely have the Chiefs won. Um, and, I, I mean, we talked about this last week. Like, <laughs> I like I, I even made a bet with Jay. Like, I think the Chiefs will win it all. And, you know, I think that's the best bet to make at this point. Like, if you were to pick a team to win. Um, I have Packers at two. Um, just because... You know, Aaron Rodgers to me is like more proven than even Josh Allen is. Even though Josh Allen has had a great season, of course, uh, amazing season. The Bills are a very good team, but uh, to me, I've seen Aaron Rodgers perform in the playoffs, and uh, I can trust that more than uh, you know Josh Allen or the Bills or anything. And I think that's that still has some some merit when it comes to the NFL playoffs, like having that, having that experience, um, I feel like it, it has to, has to be considered. So, yeah, that's fair. I just, I feel strongly about the bills, man. No, I do too. I, I mean, my main argument is just momentum, right? Momentum going into the postseason. Yeah. I was just about to say that they've got so much momentum right now. Josh Allen too. Like, yeah, Josh Allen does, but more importantly, the defense does, right? Like you can sure, uh, yeah, they've looked a lot better in these last couple, and then that's the key for what right. 
And honestly, it, it's weird because the defenses look better and the offenses looked even better than it has for the majority of the season. Because there was about a month where Josh Allen no. looked like slumping a little bit, right? They lost um, yeah. a few games in a short span. They lost back-to-back games to the Titans and then the Chiefs. Um, but And then they almost lost. Like the- they only beat the Jets by eight then. Um, and then the Patriots by three. But since then, I mean, I'm yeah. so good. I feel like the Bills are the only team in the league that I can say, like, this. they're at their point where they've looked like the best in their entire season so far. Like, does that make sense? Like, this is the best like they've looked all right season. Now? No, this is, this is, like, their peak, like, that they played. I don't know if they're right. peaking. They might somehow play better. But, like, this is the best they've played all season. I think other teams we've seen play better at different points of the season. Like, I can say that about the Chiefs, right? I mean, the Packers have been pretty consistent, right? But, like... Yeah, Packers are interesting. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, yeah. I'll almost honestly make your argument for you, Alan, because you were saying, you know, I don't know exactly how I can say the Packers are number one, um, but I just, like, feel it, right? The realistic argument is that the Packers have, on paper, well, not even on paper, but just, like, statistically, the best offense in the NFL. Highest scoring, I think they're, like, fourth in yards or whatever, fine, whatever. Um, but highest scoring, right? They don't turn the ball over. They're tied with the Titans for the best um for the least uh giveaways in the entire nfl um super efficient but the and the other thing is that the offense is extremely balanced they're the only team in the league that is top 10 in both rush yards and pass yards they're actually number eight right now in both of those per game uh even though i know alan doesn't like that as a statistic and then on def on the defensive side of the ball they actually have the number eight ranked defense in yards per game as well um even the rush defense that we all like are like, oh my god, the Packers have a bad rush defense, which they do. Uh, but the thing is, because of their offense and because their pass defense is kind of so is, is so good, um, they're actually only eleventh in rush yards allowed per game um, because they just you know t- teams just eventually can't rush the ball because they're just down and they need to start throwing it, and that's where the Packers really shine on defense is because we have an extremely strong pass rush with Zedarius Smith. Uh, with some of the younger guys stepping up, like Kingsley Kiki, Rashawn Gary, an extremely uh, strong secondary, with possibly the best corner in the entire league. Probably not anymore after Xavier Howard's like really good couple past weeks, but like easily top five in Jair Alexander. Um, and they're just an extremely balanced team. At this point in the season, besides a streaking Bills team that's playing really well on both sides of the ball, they're probably the most balanced team in the entire NFL. And once you give, you know, once you take into account that all out of the three offenses that we're considering in our top four, and the Bills, Chiefs, and Packers, uh, the Packers have the most balanced offense there. So even if Aaron has a rougher game, uh, which he actually did honestly against the Panthers last week, and that's actually why I was kind of heartened by that win, even though we only won by eight, is that even though our pass offense started to really sputter, uh, you know, we racked up 180 rush yards, and our defense really played well, honestly, and they have played well the past couple of weeks. And so I'd say that's the argument, is that the defense is really starting to show up. The offense has always been good, always been consistent. And the Packers can beat you in a lot of ways, which is, like, in my mind, one of the most key um, aspects of a championship team, right, is a team that can beat you in a lot of ways. If one way, to, you know, falters, you know, any given week kind of deal – it doesn't matter because the other parts of, of the team like make it up, essentially. The only consistent big weakness on the Packers is actually our special teams, uh, which you could laugh at and say, oh, you know, special teams doesn't matter. But apart from, you know, Mason Crosby being, you know, one of the best kickers in the entire NFL, uh, the special teams is really bad. Like, we give up a pretty big return, like, week to week, uh, give our, you know, the opponents, like, really good field position. We've had a fumble. Uh, we had a fumble in that Colts game, which really decided the game. So our special teams is not good. We also don't get many return yards on kickoffs and punts. Like we're like bottom two in the league for both of those. So that kind of sucks. Uh, but the rest of the team is really good. Matt Lafleur. We'll see. You know, we don't really have much much to go off of in terms of what he's like in the playoffs. Obviously, you know, did a great job against the Seahawks and then got destroyed by the Niners. Whatever. Niners were a dominant team last year. So we'll see how that goes. Um. But the argument is definitely there to to say that the Packers are the best team in the league. I think for a lot of people, myself included, uh, this week, Sunday against the Titans is like the big litmus test. Like if we can, you know, get a win, depending on, first of all, how we win, but also if we win, 
Um, I think that'll give a lot of clarity on where the Packers stand because if they do, I mean, like watch out, right? Like that's a dangerous team in the playoffs. Um, so that's kind of the, the, I guess my spiel on the Packers and where they stand right now. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, that, that kind of brought up something for me, which is, do we think like who is out of those three teams, who is really the best quarterback to me, even though Patrick Mahomes has all those weapons and Josh Allen has been amazing this season. I would still take Aaron Rodgers and like, I, obviously there's a lot more to football than just the quarterback, but quarterback is still the most important position. And if, 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 uh, if my theory about Aaron Rodgers being the best quarterback is correct, then the Packers have even better of a chance than we might've thought. And you know, that, that'll kind of show up and of course we'll see next week and stuff, but that'll kind of show up uh, in the playoffs. And that's kind of what it's going to come down to is like, how the quarterbacks play, how the defenses play, how the how the game how the game script is is going, and how they adapt to it. Um, and so, to me, I just I think the Packers have a very good chance. And you know, obviously, the Chiefs have the firepower. The Josh Allen, the uh, the Bills, like we said, have have the momentum. But um, the Packers have kind of just been been really good the entire season. You know, like they've they've been very good the entire season consistently. Um, and those types of teams tend to fare better than the more streaky teams. So, yeah, that's true. Actually, I guess I, I also want to say one thing is that while I think the Bills are right now better than the Chiefs, I actually think the Chiefs will make it farther than the Bills, um, just because of playoff seating, right? And that's something that can't be ignored is that there's only one team who gets the bye, and right now it's looking like it's going to be Chiefs Packers. Um, that's huge. Yeah, that's huge, right? That's an extra week of rest. The other thing with the Chiefs is actually um, because they're so far ahead, not because they're now like two games ahead of everyone else. Um, if they win this week, I believe they already have home field advantage locked up. So I think they'll they could actually get two weeks of by rest, which is huge this late in the season because they've remained also in general they've remained pretty healthy, um, at least at the skill position. Um, perspective on offense i know their offensive line is a little bit patchwork right now but um yeah i think the chiefs will actually make it farther than the bills in the playoffs just because of that one one sole fact the one extra game is so big i have one more thing to say Uh, just one quick thing um i do think this whole and I, i i think i read an article about this but maybe I misremembered something, but I think someone did an analysis of like whether or not momentum as in like margin of victory, et cetera, et cetera, or like what kind of games leading up to the playoffs have as an effect on like Super Bowl performance. And I think the relationship was pretty tenuous. You know, obviously it helps to not be like a team like the Washington football team, right? Who were like, not that good and like obviously they're worse than the bills and the chiefs etc right but mm-hmm. when we look at it like i don't know i i guess i just want to throw out there that maybe this talk of momentum could be like a little bit of a red herring maybe it's like it, it might not actually be that relevant you know we look at the bills and they look tough as hell sure but will they perform at a level that we that they need to I'm not sure at this point. Josh Allen's a young QB. He has some playoff experience, obviously. That's true. Um, but I don't know. I got I got to be honest with you guys. Like, I just can't see it happening, partially because they've never done anything in the last 20 years um, or, or more, frankly. And that hinders my ability to, like, you know, really be like, oh, yeah, that's a team with a winning culture. That's a team that can really – make that push but we'll see we'll see things surprise me all the time yeah no that's fair enough alan i think the important like um confounding factor there though is that if you're streaking at the end of the season that means that at some point earlier in the season you weren't doing so hot right so usually you don't end up with as good of a seed and there's a pretty strong correlation between like one and two seeds making the super bowl and winning the super bowl um well, I guess just between those two things, winning the Super Bowl and being a one or two seed. Um, and so like that could be a bit of a confounding 
thing there. Like you saw the Titans last year, obviously one of the, the, you know, probably the best recent example of momentum in the playoffs. And I think they kind of just got a little bit tired at the end, Derrick Henry and the rest of that team when they had to face the chiefs in in the AFC championship game and they didn't show up and they didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Um, so, th- I mean, there could be some confounding there. And that's also partially why I said again that I don't think the Bills are going to actually make it all the way just because of that reason. But we'll see. I mean, it's always that's always the best thing about NFL playoffs. Crazy things happen. We see it every single year. It's very rare that we just have a completely, you know, like, yeah, I predicted everything that, that happened kind of kind of deal. Um, really excited for it, though. I think it'll be a really good one. A lot of even teams, a lot of parity. Um you know, a lot of teams that you could go in and take a look at and say, yeah, you know what? I think they can win that matchup, right? So I think it'll be a really good one. All right. Yeah. So um, overall, interesting week of football. Some things to look forward to. I think as we're wrapping up, I think we should um, make a quick mention of the Pro Bowl rosters that were just released. Um, any surprising things that you guys saw? And personally for me, the only things that I saw that kind of shocked me, well, only one of them really shocked me, which was Evan Ingram being um, chosen over, like, Tunyon or someone. Um, another interesting pick was Justin Jefferson. You know, it's not that he isn't deserving, but I do think that there are other receivers also deserving, like Calvin Ridley, for example. So what are y'all's thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of got to agree with you, Jay. I mean, those are the big two standouts. Um, something I actually didn't realize until these rosters were, were announced is um, I believe both Chris Jones and Frank Clark of the Chiefs um, were were nominated for the Pro Bowl. Uh, and a lot of, I saw a lot of, you know, Chiefs fans, like, kind of talking and saying, like, that's, you know, those are just horrible picks, essentially, because, you know, apparently uh, they just have not been playing well this season, especially Frank Clark, who has uh, been one of the worst DT's uh, DT starters in the league, which was really shocking for me to hear about because, uh, you know, last year and the year before, he was you know one of the, one of the better, if not best, defensive tackles in the league. Um, but in general, honestly, I looked at a lot of these players, and I more I feel like more so than most years, I was like, honestly, yeah, that makes sense. You know, even like starters versus um, you know like non starters, right? I was like, yeah, this like seems like the correct hierarchy of of players. So I was pretty pleased by that. I think I guess another thing to note, of course, is that four teams had seven players make the Pro Bowl, which is always a kind of a good, um, you know, final preview. Maybe heading into the final, uh, you know, part of the season, the postseason of like which teams really have like the best selection of players, right? And so you have the Chiefs, Ravens, Seahawks, uh, and Packers, all with seven. You could argue Packers could have had, uh, should have had eight with Tunyon. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see that those four teams are there because two of them, right? Packers, Chiefs are, you know, it's like, okay, that makes sense. But then you also see Hawks, Ravens, and it's like, interesting, right? Interesting. Because the, the Ravens currently won't even be making the playoffs. Um, so it's just interesting to see the distribution. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, um... Looking ahead, week 16, uh, any big matchups you guys think are going to be interesting, good games? I'm personally interested to see Steelers-Colts. I think that, I actually think the Colts are going to win. True. Um, I think that the Titans-Packers game is going to be good. I'm excited for that one for sure. Yeah, that's and definitely then, the game to be there. Sunday Night Football got a really good one there. For sure, absolutely. And then, of course, I'm excited to watch my Bucks play. We win against the Lions. Honestly, sneaky team. Um, The Lions have looked a lot better since firing Matt Patricia. I wouldn't be surprised if that's a close game. Obviously, Bucks are favored to win, and it's not a huge surprise if they win. Yeah, let it be a close game. But as long as we win, we're going to lock it up. Sure. Uh, Other interesting matchups is Saints versus uh, Vikings. Obviously, Vikings have been the thorn in the Saints' side in the playoffs the past couple of years. (laughs) I I mean I don't know it might be like one of those like weird like you know hey, like bad future sure. kind of deals uh, where the mm-hmm. the Vikings just kind of pull it out. I like the Vikings. So. Yeah, and actually, honestly, if uh, if New Orleans loses that game, all of a sudden, uh, Tampa Bay's only one game back in, in the end. There we battle. go, baby. Let's go. 
it comes down to oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the other interesting games Easy. are obviously LA. Uh, you know the Rams Seahawks game that's probably going to decide the NFC West. Really big for playoff seating as well. Um, and then the two, or rather, just the one um, NFC East showdown in the Cowboys versus the Eagles. I believe whoever loses that game is eliminated from title con- or well title contention, but also NFC East title contention. Um, so that'll be interesting to watch as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it'll be it'll be a good finish to the season here. A lot of good games as usual. Also, a bunch of different days that we have games: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Always love it when that happens. More football is always good. Um, but yeah, so you know, this has been a really interesting discussion for week fifteen. Right here at the end of the season. Uh, thanks. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. Yep. Right, see you guys.